Everybody wants to be. Every single Imagine Dragons song is the fucking exact same thing. Oh, the visitor. <laughs> It's the exact same song, quite literally every single time. I'm wake. I think we've done this. I'm waking up. They do that. They'll do like some slow chorus, some with like a little break in the chorus. Big breath. And then they always have a verse where they do that same exact flow, like it's like the circus song. Well, that's what it is. It's because that is a circus ass band. They're probably opening for Coachella and making more this weekend than I'll ever make in my entire life. They're probably life. opening for the Shrine Circus. They probably do open for the Shrine Circus, knowing them. God damn. I don't know why. I think it's just because the radio ruins these things for me, but I cannot stand the Imagine Dragons. Imagine. Dragons. Imagine dragons. I think we've done this bit before. I'm sure we have. <laughs> we talk about it a lot. <laughs> it's because their songs are always in my head, so it probably is a thing. I'm waking up. Radioactive. Radioactive. Well, like right when they came out, did you like them? No, I don't. Really, think... from day one. Maybe the first time I heard them, I was like, "Oh, this is something different." This is my kingdom come. That's not this them, is, is it? My kingdom. That's not come. Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. I forget the name of it. When you feel my coming through my mind. I think they're I think they're a Christian rock band actually too. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think they're Mormons, so it's Mormon rock. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. Until I think now. so. Let me look. Mormon rock. My dad would ask Siri right now. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. <laughs> uh, what are the Imagine Dragons? <laughs> the Imagine Dragons are a band who specialize in shitty Mormon rock music. <laughs> Latter-day Saint oh, says he's me. not raising his four children in that faith. Wait, is that the same thing? I'm really stupid when it comes to this. I am too. Um, latest from Mormon Land, why Imagine Dragons Dan is not raising his kids Mormon. <laughs> latest from Mormon Land. <laughs> They're from Utah. That explains why. He's, okay, so that does make sense. Well, good for them. Yeah. I, hope I, just didn't know, I just didn't know that, that they were Mormon. I guess that makes sense because they've gotten big. Mm-hmm. They're about as mainstream as it gets. I'm sure the NBA will be using that new song for the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. What song do you think they are going to use for the playoffs this year? Oh, it's always, yeah. I think it's like J. Cole. It's usually J. Cole, but he hasn't come out with a song in a it's, while. I, I think Pusha T has a new song. So Pusha T? Yeah. They could do that. They might do that Baby Keem. They might be a little old if they do the Baby Keem song, like smoking on top five. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, doesn't Saya have a new song? Saya? Like Sia? Or with the Gangnam Style dude? I didn't. Oh, I had no idea. I think he's coming out with new songs. I've been very plug, unplugged from all music that's not like Harry Styles or Shawn Mendes lately. Really? I don't know why. I've been in a big pop music kick. Hmm. I go through that too with like country music and whatever. Do you? I don't get into country music too often. Yeah. It's, just, it's more so like older country. I, I don't know. I don't really listen to new country that much. Yeah. Stadium country, as not I like really. to call it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, well, should we talk about sports yeah, at some, point, at some uh, point in this? Welcome back to the Goose Egg Sports <laughs> slash Imagine Dragons podcast, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any nicknames for us today. I totally forgot to think of one. Let me come up with some on the spot. I'm your host, Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Matt with the Madden Sticks. That's all. I, that, that was <laughs> I a was rough one. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jared, a.k.a. the Peach Pink Panther Sweatshirt Wearer. We're, we're off to a hot start right now. Jared Puff the Magic Dragon. Jared Puff the Magic Dragon. Yeah. Love it. Hash, I could do some of the hash brown related thing, I suppose. Oh, yeah. I had one today. 
You did. How was it? Good. Is that my 15th one? Was keep, it the best of the 15? Yeah, it keeps getting better. It's weird how really? like, it keeps one-upping it every day. So Damn. Um, I, it's the best part of my day is going to holiday. I can't wait till you have to bring them to Vegas. Yeah, so I'm going to Vegas. I, so for those who don't know, I mean, it's hash brown every day for 62 days straight. And I'm going to Vegas for the NFL draft in two weeks. Yes, I'm very jealous. And the dilemma that I am in, or going to be in in two weeks, is there is no holiday gas stations in Las Vegas, or as I call it, lost wages. Who? I just gave up with that. That's smart. That's not mine. So, so what I'm going to have to do is bring two hash browns with me on my carry-on luggage. Oof. So that's going to be. Do you think they travel well? Um, I'll freeze them before I leave. Oh, okay. And I put them in a zip zippy bag. Yeah, like one of those quarter pound, not quarter pounder bags, but like quart freezer proof yeah, ziplocs right where you buy weed in that's like what all those bags in. <laughs> yeah yeah i wouldn't know yeah me neither <laughs> especially with the 420 episode next week yeah but i just need a weed bag in there um so yeah i'm i'm gonna bring that uh hopefully there's a microwave or a fridge in my hotel room god what if there isn't i might have to do the 20 dollar trick when i go to vegas which is so the 20 dollar trick is when you check into your room you slip the the front person i don't the attendant attendant whatever twenty dollars and he asks if there's any room upgrades why do you slip the 20 why don't you oh just so to bribe him okay it's a twenty dollars i'm track. so fucking naive jesus christ how did i not <laughs> wait, how did i not wait, know what's the that money for? <laughs> yeah do you have to pay to ask i don't fucking know <laughs> yeah jesus i'm so naive anyways so yeah i'm gonna have to do the twenty dollar trick and like is there a can i get a room upgrade for these hash browns and see if <laughs> can see i get a, I just say you're an influencer yeah i could say that you could you i mean you have like how many TikTok followers now? I could go live on Twitch and see if the $20 trick works. Just go live on Twitch and shove the camera right in their face and say, you're live on Twitch right now. Can I get a better room? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. Maybe get a hype, hype here, train behind I'm it. here at whatever hotel you're staying at. Westgate. Westgate. Mm-hmm. That's on the strip, right? Mm-hmm. You yep. excited to go? Yeah, I'm very excited. At the I'm- NFL draft, that's one of those things I've never thought is like, would be like a cool live experience just because I've never like thought of like going or whatever because it's usually just been in New York but now that I think of it I think it would be really cool and I think Vegas is the best place to go to do it oh yeah it's gonna be insanely busy because when the NFL draft was in Nashville there's like a half million people on Broadway there. I remember they they would do like those skyline shots it was amazing it was like three or four blocks down like you couldn't even oh, see Goodell more than that even yeah, it's ridiculous. So I think I'm thinking it's gonna be like that for Vegas. And the Titans had like the 20th pick of that year's draft. I feel like right, but Nashville's more of a tourism town. Yeah, so. people half the people probably didn't even know what they were watching. They were just <laughs> shit house off light beer. Do you remember when that happened? Like there's bachelorette parties around there, and they're like, we don't know what why all the all these people are here. Yep, they had like news stories about it. Yeah, I forgot about that. How could now. you be that unplugged? Because the NFL draft is a pretty national event. It gets broadcasted on like three or four channels that first round right i don't know it was just probably bad timing for them i would assume they, they so have, obviously don't follow the nfl at all which they're missing out on yeah for real yeah i don't i don't think uh nashville i could be wrong about this i don't think nashville is a huge sports town uh they have yeah, i think it's fairly decent yeah like they're uh the predators they like a lot i do know the predators are big when i was living there last year they were that you was actually like, lived there for a month oh wow yeah it was a good time i did not get a lot accomplished in that month did you get, <laughs> of did you, my life did you get hammered drunk a lot yeah a That's lot my parents my parents and sister came down to get hammered drunk nice yeah a lot of a lot of light beer consumed that month did you go to the dirks bentley bar i went to, i think i went to pretty much all of them but they all just blend in 
Right. I'm also just terrible at remembering bar names. I have to go to a bar like four times to remember the name <laughs> of it. I don't know why. I'm just, I'm so bad about that with like places. I think I'm just such a passenger and I just like go with the flow or do whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think I register certain things. Gotcha. Well, we'll work on that. I hope so. Yeah. So anyways, again, in the news of sports, the big talk of the sports zeitgeist right now is your one and only Minnesota Timberwolves. Let me hear you howl. They clutched up and they got a big win in the play-in game last night. Mm -hmm. And boy, oh boy, did they fucking celebrate. Yes. I mean... I think there's a parade tomorrow in downtown Minneapolis. I think there's a parade. I think the uh, trophy ceremony happens tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they fly out to the White House on Friday (laughs) to meet the president. But... Good for the Timberwolves. That was probably the quickest playoff series we've ever seen. Glorious. Who would have thought that a lowly seven seed would win a playoff game or win a play-in game and then just go on to win the championship? Just, just a ragtag, just a ragtag group of guys yeah. against all odds. Clip, Clippers didn't keep it close. There was a lady who glued herself to the court. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. that was very interesting. Yeah, it was really like a veganism activism. Oh, thing. okay, gotcha. But they just, I think they just ripped it off, ripped her hand like off of the court. I wonder how they cleaned the glue off of there. Apparently it was stuck for like the rest of the game because it was a lot of just Elmer's glue. So it was probably just super flaky. Uh, just gross. It's like when you put Elmer's glue on your hand and then you peel it. Yep, exactly. School. It's just there for the next three days. What if it's there forever? It might be. That'd be kind of funny. They Make your never, mark on Target Center. Yeah, they just never change the floors. It's there forever. It's I like, mean, with how old the floor in Target Center looks, I would not be surprised. It's like uh, at the Boston Garden, they have a dead spot on their floor. And yeah, like, yeah. Target Center will just have a glue spot on their floor. <laughs> that would be funny. Like, they have to dribble around it all the time. Or else they get <laughs> stuck to it. <laughs> I'm sure they have. They've had some worker there all morning just like trying to scrub it with those big mm-hmm. circular mops. Yeah, that's what the intern is doing today at the 100%. Target Center. 100%. He got that assignment the second he walked in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, so we got some glue. You're just going to have to put yeah. eight hours in and just scrubbing that <laughs> you probably know what you're gonna be doing today yeah if you so, watch the game i don't know if you watched night. the game last night but yeah and you can't go to the parade you gotta deal with this sticky situation clever um what did you think of how the timberwolves reacted because there's two sides to the coin a lot of people are saying hey the timberwolves don't succeed a lot let them enjoy this moment and the other people are saying like act like you've been there before which is a hard thing to say because the Timberwolves haven't really been there before. Right. <laughs> At least not in the last two decades too often. So what was your thoughts on I don't, that? Don't, don't jump on the scores table. Yeah. And like go woof, woof, woof. Like I, I understand the excitement. If it was like a seven game series and you won the series, sure, fine, whatever. But I think it was just too much. Just a couple fist bumps. I don't yeah. know. Be excited. Celebrate a little bit. You could, I'm even okay with pouring water on the coach or like on a player who does well. I'm fine with that, too. But, yeah, we had, I think, three players jumped on the scorer's table. Patrick Beverly was damn near naked by the end of the whole thing. He was sobbing. Yeah. He was quite literally sobbing. Uh, Cat was, like, kissing his girlfriend in public, which, shame on him for doing that. Yeah, PDA. Uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell, ironically enough, was, like, the most mature one on the team. He was, like, <laughs> the one saying, yeah, we just we, we know where we belong in situations like this, so it's just business as usual. Meanwhile, in the background, you can see Anthony Edwards, like, flashing his stomach to the crowd and then patrick beverly was also drinking a beer in the post game yep you cracked a bud light which is fine but it's just like i don't know you're just setting yourself up for so much failure and I, I, this is my old, old saying come down you're gonna have the huge 
come down. Yeah, I'm taking the Grizzlies, whatever that spread is for the first game. Right. It's probably out right now, but I am for sure taking the Grizzlies because it's going to be in Memphis, I believe, too. I'm sure, yeah. So, yeah, it just it felt the whole thing. It was funny. It was very funny, very funny because we were watching it just it was you and me at the bunker. We were watching it. We we're like, they're kind of celebrating pretty hard right now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And then they cut to inside the NBA and all the guys were just laughing clowning. at them. And then we checked Twitter. Kuzma was clowning him. LeBron was laughing about oh, it. That, that's when you know you really messed up. When a person who's not even in the playoff, two people who aren't in the playoffs are <laughs> laughing at you. Yeah. yeah. When LeBron clowns you like that, you know, you're in trouble. I just enjoyed seeing all the sensitive, like the sensitive Minnesota fans like tweet, like, let us enjoy this. Like, we. Mm-hmm. Like we've gone through so much and it's fine. You can enjoy it, but you're going to get made fun of. I just don't understand. I think that's what bugs me the most about sports fans is when they get so high and mighty and think that their situation, they don't get to get made fun mm-hmm. of. Every single fan base in sports gets made fun of one way or another. Yeah, it's going to happen. Take, eventually. take your talking to take your laugh. Like even like a dominant fan base, like the Packers, if they fuck up in the playoffs, we're going to laugh at them. It's the exact same thing. Yes. People just, they don't know how to, like remove themselves from the situation and laugh at themselves sometimes. Like even like when the Vikings, like Adam Thielen, like taunted in a Patriots game. Yep. Like they had a big team time. Like guys, sh- sh- knock that shit off. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be celebrating when you're down by like 14 points with a team celebration. Yeah. Like I even do it to my own team. Like guys, keep it in perspective. Like stay focused. <laughs> you tell the you tell the boys that. Yeah. I, I yelled out of my TV. I don't think it works though. Stay focused. Yeah. There's eight minutes left in the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hang tight. Keep your head up. It is a very weird thing because I think as a culture, we're shifting a little bit from like our dads were very never celebrate ever. Cam Newton's the worst human alive. <laughs> which he might be. Which, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we could talk about that in a bit here. But uh, don't celebrate ever. Keep your head down and work. Versus like now the new age is like the Steph Curry's where you shoot the ball and turn around before it even goes in. Mm-hmm. Like celebration and showmanship is everything. It's And we're just at a weird blend where I think I probably fall somewhere in the middle. I probably fall more towards like letting them celebrate and have fun with it. Right. But it's just really... It's easy to make fun of, too. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just... I personally am of the belief that everything can be made fun of. So mm. I, I just thought it was funny that certain fans were upset that they were pretty they were made fun of. A little bit. Yeah. But it was also just because their big moment. That was like their big night. Like, if you're a Timberwolves fan... And, like, shout out to the Timberwolves fans because... They are literally the fans of the worst franchise in professional sports. <laughs> in terms, and no, in terms of winning percentage, the Timberwolves are the worst franchise in professional sports. <laughs> it was the Buccaneers before Tom Brady got there, and oh. now they're good. But it's been the Timberwolves for the past year or so now. Mm-hmm. So good like, for them. Yeah, enjoy your moment. But we're gonna laugh at the fact that Patrick Beverly is dry humping the air <laughs> up on a table. <laughs> like we're just gonna laugh at it. It's funny to us, right? Like yeah. he can do it. It's just funny. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to Cam Newton. I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's Cam Newton. Cam Newton, current unemployed quarterback, fashion <laughs> icon, has had his second big blunder against the female population yes in the last few years he was on a podcast i think via barstool and he was talking about i don't even know how they got on this topic but he was talking about the difference between a bad bitch and a woman right he said he said a bad bitch and i'm 
I know I don't know the exact quote he said. I don't I don't remember exactly, but basically he said a bad bitch keeps running her mouth and can't like take care of a man, mm-hmm. and doesn't know when to be quiet, and doesn't know how to like satisfy a man's needs like cooking and whatnot. Right. And a woman does know how to do all that. Yeah. And you could just tell what the co-hosts were thinking when he was saying that. But they were like agreeing with him, like kind of like, yeah, okay. They were keeping yeah. the conversation going. They're like, yeah, yeah. It was like that, yeah, when like you realize your friend has been going down one too many bad TikTok threads or like Twitter threads, he's, and he's getting like radicalized a little bit. You're like, oh boy. You're like, okay, yeah. Like you're just you're hoping they elaborate and like elaborate themselves out of that situation, mm-hmm. but he's just making itself worse, digging a big old hole. Yeah, I don't get how cam newton could say stuff like that after he lost so much money after the famous it's funny hearing women talk about routes comment right yeah i kind of gave him a break from that last like last one like oh he's probably just like got misquoted or just didn't really think the first one i yeah the first one it was bad but i i gave him a break like okay that might just he just he's thrown off a little bit he's probably only talked to like male reporters for the most part about yeah, like, but like i don't know if he was like joking or what or whatever he, he tried to say like as a joke if i remember correct like he was like laughing about it and yeah kind of said it as a joke and i kind of gave him break for that like all right whatever and it, it looked i think it looked worse in black and white text mm-hmm. than he intended it to right it was yeah it was just like an awkward look and he lost a yogurt ad for that he so. did poor guy um and then yeah this whole new thing is like okay this guy is just a misogynist yes prick. <laughs> it's like he's never I don't know if he's gonna get hired by another NFL team no I think he was already borderline he didn't he was oh I forgot he was on the Panthers this year for that little comeback stint he did for, for two weeks right and everyone got way too excited fans do love Cam Newton and mm-hmm. we keep thinking he deserves like another chance I'm so ready for him to retire he's done he, his arm is completely shot yeah he has not been the same since that TJ Watt hit yeah and then uh yeah like it he started okay with the Patriots that one year. And I was I remember that Sunday night game against the Seahawks. I yeah. was super excited because that's the best he looked as a pure passer mm-hmm. ever. And then he got like stood up on the goal line, I think. Yeah, they almost won that game. Yeah. But then the Seahawks turned out to be frauds that year too. Yeah. Well, and Cam got COVID then too, and he like never yep. really recovered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like after that, and it was just like, all right, he's done. Done skis. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, I think his career's done. Good career overall. But yeah, not a Hall of Famer, probably. No, we could probably play fullback. Or I think he would be great on like he might he probably end up going to like a TV studio audience, like starting his own podcast or something. I don't think any company is going to hire him. He's going to probably... this last comment might have yeah. shot that opportunity out of the water for yeah. him. Even Barstool, I don't think would hire him at this point. So yeah, I think he has to go independent or I think he'll... find another yogurt company. <laughs> yeah, I think he'll <laughs> probably start his own podcast. And it just sucks because I do know he does do a ton of charity work. Apparently he did a ton for like the community of Carolina, but apparently he's just he has some views that are very outdated. Very outdated. I it guess rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. So it's like, oof. Yeah. Whatever. He'll be fine. I'm sure he's got a lot of money yeah. saved up. We're definitely not scientists, but I'm just curious to hear what you think of this. Do you think there's any truth to a lot of people said the reason he's declined so much is because you can map it pretty parallel to when he became vegan, like his like his physical domination like kind of went down big after he like went vegan oh really apparently like that he started getting a lot more injured i know like Mm-mm. chad ochocinco has been very like adamant that like nope he, because that he doesn't make that. sense because tony gonzalez did that and that years and he is fine yeah again yeah and i do not know the science and hopefully people don't come at me in the comments for that one well but. then there's other ways to get protein other than 
Absolutely. Neat. There definitely are. You, you can do veganism right. I just remember seeing a chart somewhere and someone said it was like almost exactly parallel, but that also might have just been he was making other life choices at the time too, yeah. or what, his body was just. What, what's the saying? Correlation, correlation. Correlation is not causation. Right. So I think it's something like that. It's yeah. co- I think it was a coincidence. I don't think that's the X factor. Okay. Of why? Because then obviously his shoulder got messed up. I think that is still the biggest part. Right. I and think defense is probably just fault. Like figured him out a bit. He relied a lot on his athleticism. Right. I'm not like watching a Cam Newton game. Like, oh, if he had a stick, he'd be 300 <laughs> yards. That's a dumb take. That, yeah, that, that's very true. <laughs> All right, I'll hold that L. Um, back to the Timberwolves thing, real quick. Um, it got us thinking about the concept of participation trophies. Yes. Because it was very much had that like participation trophy vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing I know, it's that boomers love hating on participation trophies yeah I, th- I would say most people hate participation trophies i think so too i don't think there's anyone out there who is like gung-ho on participation trophies yeah i think it's one of those things the internet made up just to like have an enemy mm-hmm. like there's a there's a few topics where I don't, I don't think anyone is really saying like i stand up for this but like buzzfeed or something would be like like people are rallying against so and so this. Like it's just like those fake controversies. Yeah. Because my whole thing with participation trophies is I don't think any kid gets a participation trophy and thinks, "Oh, I won too." I think they all know what it is. Right. It's usually and obviously there's scale-wise, participation trophies are usually smaller than the big trophy. Yeah. And kids obviously are attracted to bigger, better things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if anything, a participation trophy is just a nice little reminder, like a little memento of the season you had. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to remember, these are kids who are playing a sport. They're 12 year old. They're probably not going to go pro with it. They're probably not going to like base their life off of it. They're there to make like memories and have fun with their friends. Right. And like the, the, the whole older generation and even our generation, like I said. There, oh, yeah. There's definitely some like hardos in our generation there's i like i like to just think of them as like they they're wannabe boomers yeah like there's definitely people especially around the midwest who are like in our generation who are very anti who are like very much aligned with the boomer mentality mm-hmm. and it's like that's not gonna change a whole kid's psyche that he got a participation trophy exactly you're not gonna get a participation trophy and be like all right i can coast the rest of my life i'm right. entitled to everything yeah yeah or you go to work where's my where's my trophy <laughs> like that Exa- doesn't happen yeah exactly yeah. i'm not gonna go downstairs to miles's office and ask for a trophy for finishing my <laughs> video today i don't right. think anyone's doing that i just think it's something that people freak out about because they want because they didn't have that like growing up for themselves mm-hmm. and they're just like lashing out in a certain way right and then People like to blame the finger at one thing if they if, for like a complex issue. Oh yeah, so maybe if that that's kid, the world we live in. So if that kid is having problems, it's probably parenting, not because he got it. A participant. or she. Yeah, they got a participation trophy, trophy for third grade soccer. And it's easier for the parents or whoever to just point the finger at. Well, they got trophies. That's why they're all messed mm-hmm. up and entitled. Blah blah blah. Even though they're the ones organizing the trophies, like no kid is like saying, "Where's right. my participation trophy?" Yeah, so it's all stupid. I just I'm pr- I love participation trophies. They're the best. I, yeah, I think I'm pro participation trophy as well. Actually, they're the best. And surprisingly enough, so was Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. People don't believe that or not, but we have this quote from Kobe was asked a while ago about participation trophies. And you would think, on a surface, if there's anybody who's anti-participation trophies, it's Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. But here's, I'll read this quick little story. Um, this is from Kobe Bryant. My kids are playing basketball, came in fourth place in a tournament, and so they were disappointed. We were getting ready to leave, and I said, it's fine, you guys play hard. 
They, as in the people from the tournament, said, no, you guys have to stay for the ceremony. I said, what ceremony? You guys got fourth place trophies. I was like, what? Those exist? So all the kids were disappointed. We don't want a fourth place trophy. I said, well, listen, get the fourth place trophy, go home. You take the fourth place trophy, you put it right up where you can see it, and when you wake up in the morning, you look at the trophy, and you remind yourself of what you'll never win again. Mm-hmm. Could not be more perfect. Yeah, I think that's the perfect tag. That's exactly how you should approach it. Yeah. Have or, a, to, a reminder to build something off of that. Yeah, if you really want to... Uh, yeah, if if the sport was really just a, way, a reason for you to have fun, then that's perfect. You got what you wanted out of it. That's a physical memento for you to look at. Yeah. But if you are in the sport to like improve and get better... Then mm-hmm. use it as fuel. You're not gonna no people are not as dumb as other people think they are. We don't see this and trick ourselves into thinking we're winners. Mm-hmm. Right. It's yeah. just the weirdest thing to me. Do you think anyone out there had a future bet placed on Minnesota Timberwolves to win the play-in game that is just more excited than the Timberwolves were last night? Uh yeah, it was probably what's Patrick Beverly, Beverly by, yeah. the, by the looks of it. Yeah, that's why he had a beer after the game. Absolutely. He was celebrating his big win. I those big wins like that are what I dream of. I did put money on the Timberwolves to win last night though, so I'm happy about that. Nice. Yeah. And I mean you can bet on any situation, any sport, any game like that. And you just gotta do it through DraftKings. Of course. DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of this here podcast. And it's my go-to, especially this time of year. NBA playoffs, I'm actually pretty decent at betting. I don't want to mm-hmm. toot my own horn a little bit, but... Grizzlies. Yeah, I'm going to do... I'm, yeah, Grizzly. You think the Grizzlies mm-hmm. this year? Gri- oh, yeah, absolutely. Grizzlies, first game versus the Timberwolves. That's an absolute lock, and that is not financial advice. But there's playoff playoff lines are out now. Get in and get yours. We still got a couple playing games. Um, If you're not in a state where you can gamble sports, don't worry. Daily fantasy. Just as fun, Take, if not more. Take Jokic. He's got to be probably the best daily fantasy player in history. Maybe. maybe Him ever. or Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Maybe Russell ever. Westbrook's pretty good, but just get in on the fun. These games are always more fun when you have skin in the game. I don't know if anyone else is going to watch Bulls versus Bucks outside of the Milwaukee, Chicago area. Mm-hmm. But if you have skin in the game, I bet you're going to be tuning in. It's just a more fun time. Fun for fun for the whole fun game. Fun for all. So basketball, baseball, Kentucky Derby, golf, UFC, golf. Whatever. Even like NFL draft props. Start mm-hmm. throwing those in there. Those are a great time. You can get the Vikings to make a terrible pick in the first They're round. Right. I think it's minus Ooh, 1,600, yeah. something Ooh. like that. Don't do that one. Don't do the bad bet. No, no, don't do that one. So, yeah. Head over to DraftKings today. Find the bet you want to take. Just have some fun with it. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, so Timberwolves got their participation trophy. They'll be taking on the Grizzlies. I think that'll actually be a pretty decent series. I'm I, hammering the Grizzlies game one. Oh, yeah, you have to. I think that's my lock of the year so far. Wow. After Benji? I might. I got I see what the spread is. I'm going to try and pull it up right now. But, oh, my God. The, like, the writing is on the wall. The Timberwolves mm-hmm. have dug their own grave completely. There's no chance that the Grizzlies aren't going to be motivated as hell to just go out there and beat the, beat the brakes off of them. <laughs> and they have they have so many great things that they can make fun of, too. Mm-hmm. Like they could mock drinking a beer. They could jump on a table. They could do whatever. Right. Put the glue on the floor. They, could, yeah, they should do some sort of glue on the floor <laughs> situation. Um, so right now it's a six and a half point spread Grizz, favored by the Grizzlies. They play on Sunday. I'd hammer that. I think I'm going to right now, honestly. Um. 
But in terms of the other playoff series we got going on, uh, Jazz versus Mavericks is set for round one. I think I like the Jazz. I mean, I picked the Jazz to go to the finals this year. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. The Jazz are just, they've become that new middling team that always makes a mid-round playoff berth. They always should do better in the playoffs, but they always disappoint. Right. Yeah, they need like one more star player, it seems like. I don't think they're going to get it. I think they're going to lose Donovan Mitchell. Right. And yeah, they got Gobert. Oof. They just need like one, like another crazy good shooter. They're in that NBA purgatory a little bit. Kind of like the Vikings. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe a little better. Too, too good to be bad, too bad to be great mm-hmm. kind of situation. You can't get a great draft pick and you're kind of like... And you're not really going to attract free agents. And your stars are aging, so it's like, uh, what do you do? What yeah, do you I do? think they blow it up after this year. I really? think they win this series, though. I think the Mavericks are kind of frauds. And I think Luke is banged up, right? He is. Yeah. There is no timetable for his return. Yeah, so, so I, I think he could return probably two games in or something like that, but I yeah. think they need him the whole series. Timberwolves Grizzlies, I think we both like the Grizzlies in probably five or six. Yep. The howl is going to be over. The howl will be gone, but it was a fun run for them. They, yeah. I think the Timberwolves will be good going forward. I would not be surprised if they try and trade Cat this year. Really? I think he's counterproductive to the team's success. Hmm. Too I'm, tall? Not that necessary. <laughs> yeah, he's too tall. They have to like adjust the doorways for him and stuff like that. <laughs> just not a good fit, literally. He's, in just, the he's, a, he's a nightmare for the when they're getting clothes sent to them. <laughs> it's a nightmare <laughs> in that regard. But no, he just slows the game down. The rest of the Timberwolves are athletic, fast players, but when they force feed him the ball, the whole game just slows down and it doesn't work in their favor. So they're more of a fast break team than like slow it down, post up, get a bucket. I think so. And it's weird because he probably is their best shooter, mm-hmm. like pure shooter, but... I personally think if you can get a big haul for Cat, I would do it. Like it, another team that's looking for like that second superstar, like maybe the Mavericks or something like that. Lakers? <sighs> Don't do that to me. Let's do it. Don't Let's do, do it. that to me. Let's do it. Will they take Westbrook? I'd be oh, in if they God. T- I'd be in if they take Westbrook. I would throw up. Anthony Davis <laughs> Anthony Davis and Westbrook for <laughs> for Cat. <laughs> I that might be a bad That's not trade. a terrible trade. Yeah. I don't think I, Westbrook's a liability, though. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Who, where is gonna Westbrook going to go? Apparently, the Pacers are interested. <laughs> I think he's literally just going to go to a team that needs to sell tickets. I think that's the only value Westbrook has. Yeah. Or is that he sells tickets. Or like inside the NBA, one of the three. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to trade, be an analyst. He's gonna trade him to the <laughs> front office somewhere or to the media. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just trade for Shaq. The yeah, Lakers <laughs> should honestly, yeah. Can you what we? That's what we needed. We need to be open up trade channels that you can trade for media members. You can trade for oh, front yeah. office. Mm-hmm. What trade in all of sports would you pull off if you could pull off a media to team trade? Oh, I would love Skip Bayless just to see just to see him play basketball. He was apparently trash. Yeah, JV stats. <laughs> yeah, apparently they called him water. Uh, remember when Jalen Rose called him Water Pistol Pete <laughs> <laughs> on live TV? <laughs> and then I think he got fined by ESPN for doing it. Why? That's hilarious. Because Skip Bayless was like their pride and joy at that point. Oh, my God. I like that. <laughs> um, I think D. Wade, I could use a few more years of him. I think I would trade... Kyle Kuzma for D Wade. <laughs> I'd like to see Kyle Kuzma in a booth because I think he's really good on camera. Oh, fuck. Who else? Who we got to get Stephen A on the court somehow. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the shit he talks. Mm-hmm. Let's get him on the Knicks. If he wants the Knicks to win yes. so damn bad, get him on there. Yes. How, he's pretty tall, too. So he can maybe uh, play. He can shoot a little bit. Small forward. There's videos of him shooting. Uh-huh. Obviously, they're very curated and whatnot. But he can shoot a little bit. I would like to see Doris Burke in like the WNBA. 
She's I got would some, too. She has good handles. Yeah, Doris Burke. I just love everything she does mm-hmm. personally. Yeah, so I think that would be a good fit. Anyone in football we could get out back out there because all the football <sighs> commentators still look like they're in really good shape. I think Tony Gonzalez could still go out there and play a game. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, Romo, I think probably could have. He could have six good games in one year, I think. Absolutely. Romo retired too soon. Right. But he was also pretty banged up at the time. Mm-hmm. But I guess Romo, you would have to trade a Hall to get Romo because he's a very high-powered player. Right. Do you think the Cowboys would trade Dak for Romo right now? No. Oh. You don't think? I don't think so. Well, maybe Romo might be cheaper. Well, it might be the same price. I personally think Romo is a better quarterback than Dak. Right now, now? Right now, now is tough. I don't know the last time Romo's thrown the ball. Yeah. But I think overall, I think Tony Romo is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. <sighs> yeah, that's not a bad take. I don't necessarily. I was a big Tony Romo truther. Yeah. I never thought it was his fault except for when he dropped the snap for the extra point or the field Yeah, but goal. that was like his what, second, third year in the league? I think that was his first year starting. Right. And he was like, he's a fucking, he's a holder? He was, yeah. Starting quarterback should not be the holder. I yeah. don't know why how, that how happens. Mad, how maddened of them. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know why <laughs> that happens. I want, maybe there's an injury or something. Maybe, but I think back in the day, quarterbacks used to always be the holder. Yeah. Or the backup quarterback, I should say. What if you wanted to fuck, like, you wanted to, like, fuck LeBron over, so you just, like, sent him to, like, a local news station? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made, him talk, made him talk about, like, high school basketball oh, while some that. high school basketball reporter is out there leading the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, and LeBron's just, like, doing being a local reporter. Getting B-roll shots, getting paid <laughs> $30,000 a year. Mm-hmm. That's living in a studio apartment. Ugh. <laughs> how the mighty have fallen yeah uh, it'd be like akron ohio yeah he knows everybody in town yeah hopefully yeah uh the other playoff series just run through them real quick we got the raptors and the 76ers i honestly didn't know the raptors were good enough to make the playoffs this year yeah i didn't know that they kind of snug in i think the sixers probably crush them i am bullish on the sixers this year even though i'm always bullish on the sixers yeah and it always backfires against me is, is harden banged up i think he is a little bit yeah but he's also just very cold right now mm. he's been on a very cold streak to end the very bad cold streak to end the season yeah okay so it'll be interesting to see i think the raptors are a good test for them to see what happens because they're a veteran team sure they know what they're doing i I like their coach a lot uh who is it again uh not Dwayne casey uh it's nick something nick nurse nick nurse okay yeah yeah. uh nuggets versus warriors that's a sneaky good series Mm -hmm. um i think the warriors win it but I would not. I think if I'm if I had to pick an upset, I would pick the Nuggets over the Warriors. I would say Warriors. I think so too. But I think Jokic is always better than I think he is. Yeah, they match up pretty well too mm-hmm. with Jokic because Warriors do not have a lot of size. Very perimeter team. They do not. So it's going to be a matter of just making sure their shots go in. I mm-hmm. guess just got to make more points to the other team. I think. And pretty, I think yeah. yeah. I think you got it. <laughs> Also, Clay Thompson is still not looking great, unfortunately. Squidward's house? Squidward's house is still kind of having a rough <laughs> go of things, which sucks, but that just might be the new reality, considering I mean, and a tore Achilles and torn ACL. For two years. Yeah. It's gonna t- if he and he's does, just an older player, too. Yeah, and if he's going to come back, it's going to be a while. Uh, my boy Colin Cowherd, he said they should trade Clay Thompson for Anthony Davis. I don't think that's a terrible trade. Hmm. Yeah. And it'd be tough because I think the Warriors fan base loves Clay Tom- Thompson. I think he's one of those players that he's almost impossible to trade just because of what he means to that fan base. Yeah, fan favorite. But Anthony Davis on the Warriors would be a damn good fit, and Clay Thompson on the Lakers would be a pretty good fit. Yeah, that would be good. Hmm. Maybe. 
We'll see what LeBron can do. If he can pull some strings. He'll he'll figure it out. Yeah. He always does. Um, probably the best series in this first round is Nets versus Celtics. Yes. Very exciting. The Kyrie drama. There's that. Uh the Nets are one and three against the Celtics this year. So they've struggled with them. And the Celtics are probably the hottest team in basketball. Yep. Right now. And we're gonna playoff Kevin Durant. Playoff Kevin Durant. Very excited to see that. Yes. He's my favorite player to watch right now. He's gonna play so hard. Yeah. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna give it his all. Yeah, this is gonna be a fun, fun series. Yeah, I think I think it goes seven. Yeah, like six yeah, six or seven, I agree. Yeah. Um, I think ah, fuck. I'm gonna pick the Nets. I am too. I that's probably my upset. Even though the Celtics are very, very good. Yeah, it doesn't that one doesn't it is an upset technically, but it doesn't feel like an upset to me just yeah. because I think the Celtics the Nets are, have the better players on the team. Mm-hmm. But the Celtics have a really good roster too. Marcus Smart has come into his own. Yeah, he's he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. And then Bulls versus Bucks. Uh Bucks. Bucks. The Bulls are that fun regular season team that everyone likes, but not crazy. And maybe, that, maybe the Bulls just need more time. Yeah, definitely. And then we're just waiting to see who gets the joy of playing the Heat mm. in the first seed. It'll either be the Hornets, the Hawks, or the Cavs. Hornets, Hawks, or Cavs. Hornets, Hawks, Cavs. Say the Hawks. It might, you think it'll end up being the Hawks? They yeah. do have the most playoff experience mm. out of any of those teams. I mean, playoff Trey Young is a freak. He is. That's very true. Mm. But I don't think any of those guys match up against the Heat very well. The Heat are a really good team as well. Yes. Yeah, he will. They'll make a run for sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm very excited. I always forget how much I love the NBA until after college basketball. I kind of need that college basketball March Madness pregame to get into the NBA season. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like watching last night the Timberwolves game. Great energy, great hustle. Yeah, like, we got it. Awesome. The the league really needs to find a way to encapsulate the playing game energy more throughout the season because. Last night was probably one of my best. In fact, in terms of this year, it was my best NBA experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, just it's just so rare that like games mean that much, especially when it is the local market teams. Because we were talking last night. We've I don't think we've ever seen the Timberwolves on TNT. Never. I can't remember, especially at the Target Center. Yeah. It's like when you're in the central time zone, it's like a dead spot for like these TNT ESPN games. Yeah. If LeBron's not in Cleveland, the Midwest just gets no love yeah. from the NBA. Well, it's called the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> it's not called just the West. Yeah. That's what they think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like when you get these like double header, like Wednesday night games or Tuesday night games, it's always like, okay, Boston Celtics at 6 PM. Yep. And then we're gonna go to the Warriors at 9 PM. Exactly. And then like, there's just that, it's the same six teams that we're seeing on primetime yeah, every just, single week. And it kind of just takes me out of it. And then fuck Valley Sports also. Yep. Ob- obligatory <laughs> once per week. Fuck Valley Sports. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's just chaos. And I don't know. It's just, it was weird seeing the Timberwolves like on national TV. It was, but that crowd was super into it. It was awesome. Yeah. And great I energy. Think, and I think last night, probably that was when the most people were talking about the NBA all season, I would say. It's up there for sure. At least just in our like demographic, in our bubble. Mm-hmm. Because I would guess the most people who actively dislike the NBA are in the Midwest. I would bet like 80% of people who actively dislike the NBA right. are located in these like quote unquote flyover states. And I think that's because they just haven't had a reason to, they haven't had those teams to rally around. They haven't mm-hmm. seen what the NBA is actually capable of. NBA is just very focused on let's get the 
biggest fucking markets we can on national TV. Yeah, and I don't think that does a great job of making new fans. Right. I think they need to risk it a little more to, like, start showing some of these smaller market teams. Because then that'll hype up. That that in turn, like, feeds into itself. These teams will get hyped up. They have more resources poured in. And maybe these big free agents will want to go to, like, a Midwestern team. Right. Instead, the rich get richer with, like, oh, Lakers. Yeah, we'll just keep showing the Lakers. We'll keep showing these teams so that they get, like, better TV money. And I don't know how, like, TV scheduling and all that really works that well. Yeah, but I just think there's got to be a way that the league reinvests in these smaller market teams, mm-hmm. so that like more and more people get in. Because I still think like, I mean, the Chicago Bulls still have to be like a gold mine, don't they? Yep. Oh yeah, as a, biggest, as a brand, third biggest market in the league. Once I mean they're on prime time of sometimes, mm-hmm. but like, if when, they're gonna pick anybody from the Midwest, it's gonna it, be the it Bulls. would be them. Yes, always yeah. or the Bucks. It's like one of those. Either the Bucks or. even don't are rarely on national TV. Mm-hmm. Like in ter- like they're the defending champs, and they're pr- it's pretty rare that they're on national TV. Yeah, and again, like the Lakers are fucking. The Lakers could have everyone injured, but they're still on. <laughs> yeah, and I get why they're doing it. They have to be safe because I think these national like broadcasts cost a lot of money, and I think it it's as sad as it is to say it's a safer bet that people will tune into a banged up Lakers game versus a healthy Timberwolves game. Yeah, like an upstart team like the Timberwolves. Yeah. Yeah, and I but I think like games like that are good because it like gets the national attention on the Timberwolves, and hopefully the p- television programs will like look at the social analytics from last night. Yeah, and see, and I think it's just yeah. I I guess I don't know where it all starts. I don't know if it starts more with the teams need to be better about building a good team that people mm-hmm. want to watch, or if the TV programs need to emphasize these smaller teams more. I'm thinking it's probably both. Probably a little bit, but yeah. I think. I know we always hear it's so much we hear doom and gloom about the NBA and how it's dying and all that stuff. And I just don't think that's the case because I don't think people talk about football on social media the way they talk about the NBA. Right. I mean, yeah, the NBA Twitter account has like a million more followers than the NFL Twitter account. Yeah. The NBA owns social media. Right. The NFL owns TV for sure. But when it comes like no one talks as much on social media as they do when something ridiculous happens in the NBA, whether it's like in the, the Clippers collapsing in the bubble or stuff like last night. Right. Or what else happened? Or the glue thing. The glue thing or <laughs> even just like off season stuff. Yeah. And then the memes of like Jay-Z. Yep. Of wearing a Dodgers hat and a Brooklyn Museum sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I didn't even. <laughs> but yeah. Just stuff like that. Like there's potential there. I would love to hear I need to be more in tune myself about like what Adam Silver is talking about and like what his plans are because I think when I think the NBA I think they're probably going to be the league that's most positioned to make some noise like in this new like web 3 space that sure. we're going into like yeah. NFTs and stuff like that. They'll probably be the first to adopt like virtual experiences, virtual reality and stuff like that. Yeah, and they also have a great international reach compared to the NFL. Absolutely. Like, look at all the MVP, like, front runners or whatever. Like, you got Jokic and then you got Giannis. Like, that's, and like Luka. Yeah. Like, they're all international. Three of the five best players are probably foreign born right now. Yeah. And that's great. And that's great for the game. That's great for everybody. Yeah. It's just great. I just, it's, it's just so cool to see so many like international players. And the NFL is definitely envious of that. Yes. That there's so much like good talent internationally coming to America to play NBA. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it'll be interesting to see how if they are able to adopt to better get better TV numbers or if they're just not worried about it right now, if they're just focusing on what's next, which mm-hmm. I could see that as well. I could see that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of watching stuff on TV, if you how much baseball have you watched so far? Watched 
Two games. That's good. I watched one Saturday, Sunday of the Twins. Both twin games? Yep. How are they looking? Twins are looking good. I although I think Kershaw's pitching a perfect game right now before we started. Oh really? I think he was. That's what cool. Carson, that's what Carson told me. I like stuff like that. I don't. Not against the twins. Oh, they're doing against the twins? Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> that's not good. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's not good so at all. How many of the remaining 159 games do you think you'll catch? Uh if I go to a game, probably I'll probably go to three games. Yep. Watch it more in October. I'll probably watch 20 to 50 games this year yeah i think I, I don't think i've watched any yet besides like what jake has had pulled up on the tv yeah and i love watching the twins it's yeah fun. it's it's a great it is a great vibe but you brought up the question uh yesterday i believe mm-hmm. and i wanted to touch on it the i think one of the best part about baseball is the individuality of it i think baseball but like besides golf there's not really many sports that like the certain player like gets their own little chance to star mm-hmm. and that is shown in case during the walk-ups they have their little walk-up songs they get super excited i remember when i was working at target field that's always how i like could was telling the time was just counting walk-up songs because i was always just like we just gotta get to the seventh inning so i can get out of here oh yeah and that's like how i could tell because i wasn't ever watching the game i was just listening to it so what what did you do at target field i sold raffle tickets oh wow! i was the guy the asshole walking around yelling 50 50 raffle tickets but i like hadn't fully hit puberty yet so i was very bad at it <laughs> yeah yeah and i was terrible at the pregame selling because that's where you make the most of your money oh yeah get like, the door yeah or like grabbing people as they're like walking to their seats and i just struggled at that did you ever have a bad interaction or was just like a lot of like just leave me alone a lot of just like avoid eye contact and walk right by you or just like or like nope not interested gotcha a lot of stuff like that but i was just also i've always been a bad salesman yeah. So it just wasn't the right job for me. I didn't get invited back to do it another year. <laughs> yeah, we don't need you. Yeah, but it's okay. You think you're coming back next year? I'm 50-50. Clever. Very clever. I never even sold a winning ticket either. <laughs> I don't even know what the odds are. you get a cut? That. Yeah. Well, you don't, but uh, a lot of the times the people would tip you if you like, because you like deliver oh, the cash yeah. to them your, yourself. And a lot of the times they would tip you, but I never got, <sighs> I never got fuckers. that opportunity. Those fuckers. But uh, so God we're talking about walk-up fuckers. songs. Do you know what your walk-up song would be if you were, if you were an MLB hitter? AWOL Nation sale. Which part? Sale. So you'd start it at the sale. It's a very long walk-up. Yeah, just slowly take your time. Mm-hmm. On that note, I think I would maybe do Through the Fire and the Flames. What's that one? The from It was the expert mode song in Guitar Hero. Like, if you really wanted to flex that you were good at Guitar Hero, oh. you could play that on Expert. It's like an eight-minute long song. I run to it a good amount. Okay. And I just imagine, like, how cool it would be if I could play it on Expert mode in Guitar Hero. Hmm. I would do that. I'm sure there's a hip-hop song I would do. Oh, Backseat Freestyle by Kendrick would be That's cool. a really good one. That'd be a good one. Like especially the third version, he really goes hard. Yeah, yeah. Or you go really corny with it and do put me in, coach. Someone on the twins. Someone in the twins had that when I was working there. Oh, that's so. I don't remember who it was, but someone had that exact song. He must have lost a bet or something. Yeah, because that is as cheesy as it gets. Mm -hmm. Take me out to the ball game. That's literally that's the equivalent of doing take me out to the ball game. (laughs) Put me in, coach. Yeah, that's like something like I don't know what song I want. Just pick one for me. Exactly. Yeah, he told one. the he told the intern like I don't fucking care. Just pick one for me. And the intern's like, all right, you're gonna act like a dick. Fine, I'm gonna give you the cheesiest song to walk up to 160 times this year. Uh, wasn't it Joe Maurer? 
Joe Mauer had what you know about that. That's what so you bad. Know, he picked it the same because he wanted the same song his whole career, so he picked it in 2003 or whatever he started playing. Oof, does. Yeah, bad choice. I would change it every week. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I that'd be my problem. I know I would get sick of it really early, so I would want to change it all the time. Right. I, I want to change it each walk up. Yep. I have. I would just give him the "This Is Drake" Spotify playlist and just say shuffle. <laughs> just hit shuffle yeah. every time I go up there. Yeah. Give me passion fruit. I don't care. Hotline bling. Don't care. One dance. Six God. One dance. Uh, just every song except for "Just Hold On." We're going home because the, that and started from the bottom are the two worst Drake songs of all time. Why wouldn't you want? Just hold on, we're going home. Why wouldn't you want that? It's a fuck. Perf- it's a perfect baseball song. It would be. I just, yeah, you're right. I changed my mind. That would be the absolute perfect walk-up song. I agree completely. But I just, that's just not my favorite Drake song. Oh. Practice my least favorite Drake song. I was under your nose the entire time. I was flew right over my head. <laughs> absolutely. But oh, yeah, wow. I'm. I'm gonna tune in. I'm gonna really try and get to a Twins game here in the ne- in the coming weeks because you that's, can buy a raffle ticket. I always do. I always do. I do the max one where you can buy like twenty dollars worth. Do you uh, mix ball talk and like, hey, I used to do that. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. And just some punk teenager. Uh, no, I do the fucking thing where you like, you try and like make an inside joke. You're like, oh, slow day over at like B7 today, huh? Like at, at oh, Concourse yeah, yeah, yeah. today. And you're like, what? And like, yeah, when I worked for you guys, uh, B7 was always slow <laughs> on Tuesdays. And they're like, do you want to take it or not? <laughs> or you're like, you're like, uh, Steve working tonight. Yeah, dude, I, I do that when I go to back to the high V I worked at too. I always go back and like say so like, oh, so you working a uh, ten to four today? Uh, <laughs> you, you push any carts lately? Like, what's going on? You, what's your break? What's <laughs> your break? And they're just like, I'm 16. Why the fuck are you talking to me right now? Are you hitting on me? What is going on? It's so bad. I just I have such a just incessant need to be liked by everyone yes. I come across. Yes, I've noticed that. Yeah, and it just ends up bad. Mm-hmm. Wait, you notice that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was say, am I doing good? <laughs> yeah, well, small talk is, is a is a is an art. Absolutely. You gotta tread lightly. You gotta know how far to go, but know when to pull back at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't wanna get too personal, you don't wanna be too long either. Cause I don't even know what I expect them to say. Like if they're like selling me the raffle tickets and I say, like, oh, is that close? Like, dude. You worked here too? <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. Oh my God. I, that's amazing. Like, so you like know my struggle. Like that, what am I, is that what I'm expecting? Is right. that what I'm hoping for? Yeah. I think what's the best case scenario of doing the small talk? Exactly. You have a beer a little, with them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should come out, dude. You should come out. All the raffle ticket people. We just need to pick your brain. We, like just come out. We just need to pick your brain about how you were the worst raffle ticket salesman of the whole summer. Worst case scenario. You make small Restraining talk. order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Or like he punches you. Yeah. I'd rather get punched than like invited, invited out, out for, for beer. beers. Because like, yeah, I'd have to actually go. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I just get like in this mode where I'm just <laughs> such a people pleaser. I'm like, I, I need you to like me right now, please. <laughs> I'm one of you. Right. I mean, I'm going to throw these tickets away. I just want to talk to you. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think my problem is I just look up to so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we gotta get your mom in here so she can fucking do therapy on me. Mm, no, you have to have a lot of money for that. <laughs> well, lots, how do you know I don't? Lots, lots of money. How do you know I don't? You don't have money. You don't have enough money. Goblin coins going to the moon. I've seen your car. You don't have a lot of money. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with a Ford Fusion. <laughs> I think my car is one year older than yours. Yeah, probably. I've ridden your car too. It ain't nothing special. It's no Honda Civic. <laughs> it's no Civic. Yeah, I, I drive a Chevy Cruze 2011. That's pretty cool. Non-sport edition. Does not have a trunk button. 
How do you get in the trunk? I have to use my keys. I have a trunk button on my keys. That's good, though. That probably humbles you. It does. But um, every time I want to open my trunk, I have to turn off my car and hit the button. Because if it's in the ignition, it won't open. Because that's, that's a very rare thing that you need your car running while you open the trunk. Get this, though. Well, it's, it's inconvenient. One Another thing, it's a Chevy Cruze, and it doesn't have cruise control. My last car was a 2017 Kia Forte that I leased, and that didn't have cruise control. For real? My dad apparently knocked off like $200 off the overall price, so my dad was like, yeah, do it, because my dad like handled the whole car process for me. Oh, he's on, very father. hands-on with car stuff, so and he's like, yeah, but it's cruise control. I was like, hey, there's no cruise control. He's like, yeah, knocked off $200. I'm like, I drive to Minneapolis to Sioux Falls all the time. I will yeah. pay the extra like six bucks a month to keep payment. my foot off the pedal. Yeah. Yeah, but. that's annoying. So I haven't used cruise control. In 10 years. What is the worst minor inconvenience you've had in a car? Is it the no cruise control? Oh, yeah, that's definitely. Have you ever them. had crank windows? Those uh, are a yeah, bitch. those suck. Yep. I've I had, had those. In high school, I had that. And it would always suck if one of your friends pulled up on the on the right side of you and like wanted to say something to you because then you have to read like yeah, at yeah. a red light, you have to you reach over stretch. and do it. Yeah. And then by the time you do it, like it's a green light and they've already taken off. That happened probably seven times in that car. And those crank windows are like they're sturdy. So it doesn't go down easily. So you have to like really yeah, give you, it the especially grease. if you're like reaching across with your foot on the brake. Your arms cramping. Reaching across you're, you're like barely get it. You get it like down and you're like, what'd you say? Yeah. And it's a green light. They've oh, never mind. They take off. That happens so many times. And around girls too. Too. Oh, that happened so with girls a lot to me in high school. And then you get honked at for taking too long. <laughs> exactly. And then, you have the to, then you have to roll it back up too, because then you have to drive to the next red light, and it's like the wind is whipping it from the <laughs> other side of the car. It's like hurting your ears. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> oh no. So, yeah, that and no cruise control are the two worst minor inconveniences I have. With my current car, my only minor inconvenience is that um, I have to reset. It oh, it uh, default plays to Apple Music instead of Spotify. Yes. Mine does that all the time. So I just hear that U2 album that's on my fucking oh, Apple Music all the time. I have the same thing. Yeah, I plug my phone in. First song is Addiction by Kanye West. Every single time? Every single it's, time. Yeah, it's always like an alphabetical thing. I think one of the U2 songs is alphabetically in yep. there for me. And that's or, probably like your only It's either that or I think I have Lil Dicky's first album because I like wanted to support him because back in college, yeah. I thought Lil Dicky was the coolest thing because that's the most college white guy thing to like is Lil Dicky. Yeah. Well, I got an idea. We should make a song and call it a a a a a a a a And make it the best song ever. Make it the best song ever. So then whenever they go, people go in their cars, that's the first song it plays every single time. It's not even a song. It's just like, hey, here's a reminder to here's a reminder to switch to Spotify music. Yeah. It looks oops, looks like you're starting your car. All right, here's what we're gonna do. Put your seatbelt on, adjust your mirrors, check and see if you have gas. Are your tires good? Okay, now switch over to Spotify. Yeah. See you in 20 minutes when you come back in the car. Yeah, ex- it's so annoying, dude. Yeah, I got to fix that. Uh, also, my Kia Forte, now that I'm thinking about it, it had the tire pressure light was always on, but the tires never were a problem. Mm. And I brought it to like three shops and they couldn't figure it out. That is weird. Yeah, it was a weird thing. Yeah, you must have to reset the computer, but I'm sure they did that and it, it was, didn't work. It was something like that. But yeah, another one of my minor inconvenience, I was driving, I was driving westbound mm-hmm. and it rained. And the sun was just coming down, and the clouds were like almost covering the sun. So the sun was just extremely bright. I was driving right into the sun, and my visor wouldn't go quite down as much. Oh! And, and the uh, the road was shiny. Mm-hmm. The sun was reflecting off the road, so I could not see at all. Yeah. So that was that was a horrible. That happened when we went to that 
uh, for your birthday when we went to happy hour. That happened to me. That's so, the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah the road. Get, yeah, the yeah. I remember that the road was just slick and the sun was just perfectly placed. I was quite literally blind. I, yeah, you couldn't see shit. I straight up could not see. It was bad. I yeah. remember that specifically. I was like, this is dangerous because I can't see anything right now. Yeah, someone's got to figure that out. And I didn't have sunglasses either. Yep, same. So I was like, it was bad. I was literally like, I think I'm gonna get a migraine. Like I had to like looked i was like looking out like the side of my eyes like, yeah i was like driving like this kind of yeah it was dangerous it was weird last minor inconvenience i have sometimes when i turn my car on and i like go to the radio it plays this weird song where it's like oh oh the misery by imagine dragons <laughs> <laughs> that we friends is a roundabout ending bring yes. it full circle um this episode was a little all over the place. Mm -hmm. We were up late filming a video last night that should be out later today or tomorrow, whenever this podcast goes out. This week. It'll be out this week. It'll be out this week. Uh, let us know what you think of it. Uh, thanks for listening. You got anything before we send them home? Um, Get excited. Get some mock drafts going. Yeah, we start, we'll talk more mock draft stuff soon here. We'll do another mock draft next week. Yeah. People really liked the party one. We'll come up with some sort of mock draft next week to do. We could maybe do mock drafts of mock drafts. Of, of mock drafters? Yeah. Mock so drafts like of mock drafters. Matthew or Matthew Barry's not a mock drafter, is He's he? He's a fancy guy. He is. Like yeah. Kuipers, McShay's. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, Mike Mayock going to start doing him again now that he's... Oh, he should. He should get back on the saddle he, I that. really liked him. Mm -hmm. as, an, as I kind of wish he would have gotten a better shot at his GM. I think he should have got one more year. I agree. Or just like go to a different team maybe. But they also did not draft well under him. Looking yeah, back, Cleveland great. Farrell was like their big splash pick, and that was not great. Mm -mm. Well, they got Crosby late. They did. Yeah, they did better in later rounds. And Josh Jacobs was pretty good. They traded up to get him. Yeah, I mean, like, rugs would have been good, but I yeah, exactly. everyone knows what happened with that. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, we'll start talking NFL draft. Uh, we'll talk NBA playoffs, so that's going on. Uh, fantasy sports, some betting, et cetera, et cetera. Cars, we'll talk cars. Cars, yeah. Imagine Dragons. R raffle tickets. Raffle tickets. We got it all. So yeah. keep listening. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your month. <laughs>